0: First Corinthians chapter twelve now it 's been a while since i've posted last, but it 's been long on my heart wanting to get through this book each chapter one by one and so, as we get to chapter twelve of Corinthians, we notice that Paul kind of changes his his point his 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 uh, topic, and he moves to the idea of spiritual gifts. now remember, even though he 's getting to a new topic. The idea still is that it's all going to point back to the gospel and help this church be holy and in harmony and to be given over towards God's wisdom and not human wisdom. It's the through line of the whole book. So it starts off him talking about how they have questions about spiritual abilities and what the spirit gives them. And he says, I don't want you to misunderstand this. He's not wanting them to be ignorant, as some translations put it. He doesn't want them to be Um, Without knowledge on this, because as soon as you lack knowledge in something, biblical knowledge, it's a foothold for the enemy to come in and deceive you. It's a foothold uh, where the enemy can get in and corrupt your mentality on it. It's a vulnerable place where false teachers or deceived people on their own who don't know any better might influence you. It might even be a place where you can influence yourself and dream up your interpretation of it. How many churches have you heard of where they talk about the scripture saying, what does it mean to you? Which is the total wrong perspective. Rather, we should be saying, what does the Bible mean? What did God mean to say? What was God saying when he, when he said it? And, How does that affect me? How does that change me? How does that influence me? Because if you don't let the Word influence you, then inevitably you're going to let the world, Satan himself, and his demonic presence and activity, or you're going to let your own flesh influence you. So he says, I don't want you to be ignorant or to misunderstand this. He goes on and he starts to explain the different kinds of service that they have, but it's all the same service to the same Lord. And it all comes from the same Holy Spirit. It says in verse 6, God works in different ways, but the same God who does the work, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. <laughs> Knowing that it's God who's doing the work, we should be humbled. Whether we stand up the pul- stand at the pulpit and teach and everyone listens to us, or whether we're the Um, The servant who stands at the door and just says hello as people walk into the church. Or whether your ministry is completely invisible and it's all just a calling to prayer and a calling towards giving out of your finances that maybe nobody knows how much you're being able to bless the church and give. It's not about fame or pride or recognition. It's about knowing that it's God who's working in you and through anyone else. And so we open our minds up to saying, you know what, if God is the one doing the work, then God is the one who gets the glory and the praise and the attention. And he starts talking about uh, the gifts. He says, to one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice, or what's called a word of wisdom. Simply put, that's when someone who, who wouldn't normally know it, who wouldn't have any other reason to know it, can give the right advice, the wise counsel that's needed when it doesn't make sense to remember this is a work of the spirit so it's not a a father of 20 years telling his son how he should help raise his grandson right because he's got all the experience no this is the the son telling the father wise counsel in his business activities because it's just coming from the spirit it's a word of wisdom that only the spirit knows and so he gives it to somebody and you would say wow that must have come from god you have no other reason to know better or to have that input. The next it says to another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Now, this is when the spirit lets you discern something or lets you in on something that you would have no idea otherwise. <clears throat> it's when the spirit speaks to a young man and says that his girlfriend is cheating on him. He has no reason to think otherwise, but yet the spirit might tell him. It's when the uh, pastor in the church uh, looks around the congregation and he notices someone in the room and he knows, wow, she's pregnant and nobody knows, but yet God told me. There's no reason why that man should know or why this woman might know anything, but yet it's a knowledge that comes from God. Why? Because God is all-knowing and he likes to let us in sometimes on things that are going on. And for these reasons, for prayer and for possible... Purpose. Prayer and possible purpose. It has to come to the point of, because I know this, I'm going to pray over this person or I'm going to pray for that organization. I'm going to pray for that family. And it's all just given to the Lord. Prayer for mercy, prayer for comfort, prayer for understanding, prayer for right actions and righteousness. And then prayer in the sense of saying, God, what else should I do with this knowledge? You've told me that this person is doing something sinful. Am I the person to rebuke them? Lord, you've told me that that man needs to take a step of faith. Should I tell him? You've told me this or you've told me that. What should I do with it? You take it to prayer. Verse 9 says, The same Spirit gives the great faith to another. This isn't faith that saves you, because this is already a letter written to Christians, right? So they're already saved. This is that faith that maybe someone in the room has Where they can step up and say, no, this is what God is calling us to. Even though the money and the time and the circumstances don't look right, I have faith and God has told me. I believe that my own wife has that gift. She can have faith in God to work things out even when everybody would look around the room and say, there's no hope. God gives her that. The next is a gift of healing, right? Uh, the apostles had that gift at times to heal people. Uh, the next is one who gives a person the power to perform miracles. And another, the ability to prophecy. Uh, to proph- uh, to prophecy. And now, when it says prophecy, it's, it's two things, right? It's one, forth the word and also at times foretelling the future. A prophet is the one who can quote that right verse at that right time. Uh, Someone who has a gift of prophecy can bring the Scripture into a situation when it's needed. Even if they can't rightly teach it, or even if they can't rightly give the counsel that goes along with it, they can bring the Scripture in when it's needed, even if they don't know what to do with it. And then it says he gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or or another Spirit. It's the discerning of spirits. And still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is is one spirit and only, excuse me, is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. It's all meant for the betterment of the body. It's all meant for the blessing of God's people. And it's all given by the spirit. And anyone who isn't doing it by the spirit will be found out. And then he ends the chapter talking about how each body part of the human body is necessary for maximum uh, capacity, right? No no part is without um, some sort of essential need. You need every part of you. Even losing a single toe or finger can change everything about you. So rather than look down on some for having gifts you don't or despise even your own gifting because it's not what you're hoping for, We need to all work together in the church to bless one another, to encourage one another, and to accomplish God's goals. And it ends this chapter saying, so you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts, but now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. And that's when he begins to talk about love in chapter 13.